for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to episode 68 of That's a Shame. 68 is an age to me that sounds like the precipice of death. I don't know why, but that's like the first thing that I'd consider like fully old. Whereas 65, you can kind of get away with like, oh, it's the new 30. 67. over the hill. 67 is such an off-kilter age. Like, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's 67. If someone answered how old you're 67, I'd be blown away. It's prime, isn't it? I don't know. Not my job to work stuff out like that, okay? <laughs> I'm Isaac. Joining me... Just opposite. Who are you? I'm Declan. I'd just like to preempt you know, the content say, by saying that oh, it's okay. going to be a hell of a show. Oh, see. Well, what were you going to say? I was going to say... It's going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, what I was going to say is, you know, episode 68, that's uh-huh. called. What I wanted to make clear is that there will be no crudity about next episode. Oh, obviously not. I mean, we're... Uh, and we, like we don't want that from you, listeners. If you email or tweet us anything even approaching blue humour get like that's it I'll be showing you the virtual door to iTunes I will fuck you so hard <laughs> you won't know what's hit you no that's not it's an empty threat yeah <laughs> we should just for legal reasons clarify I, I thought you were professing impotence <laughs> <laughs> anyway look like I said, it's quite a show. We've got, you know, a scattershot oh, approach to you, content today. You've downgraded from a hell of a show yeah, to quite a show. Yeah, I feel a, a lot less confident in it now that you've really <laughs> derailed us with this whole angle. We should maybe talk briefly on air about the discovery for me today of Alec Baldwin's role in <sighs> the 2000-ish uh, travesty of Thomas the Tank Engine and the Magic Railroad. Now, is this something you'd heard of before? I recognise the name. I'd never But I'd always it. assumed it was just... Like I did a quick a, a book or just a regular yeah, film. I did or... a quick dive in to find out a bit more about it. And other than the fact that he's like the only it Jane Fonda's son or husband or something's in it as well. So that's a bit weird. But other than that, the tangential discovery was that Thomas the Tank Engine in America was rebranded as a show called Shining Town. Which sounds like some sort of Waco Stephen siege. King. Yeah, like, it does, doesn't it? Like Children of the Corn cult place. Where they all drank like petrol and then set fire to their innards. I mean, have we spoken, we must have done before on the show about, I mean, the regular Thomas is dystopic enough. I hate him quite strongly, yeah. Like, um, I just, his face is such an accident of features. Yeah, well, that and just, it's this horrid kind of uh, capitalist driven, <laughs> but but to the extreme kind of Ayn Rand dream. <laughs> Sort of of an island. Um, What's it called? We've, Sodor. Yeah. Stupid uh, already name. horrid. Sodor sounds like like offbeat Mordor, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds like the way you go first, <laughs> like to train to become Sauron. Um, uh, but there's obviously you know the episode fondly known as the Train of Amontillado, mm. um, where is it Henry? I don't know. It's one I of the horrible bastards. Gets, is it uh, the green one? The green one. Yeah, yeah I think, I think that's it's Henry. Henry. Um, doesn't want to go out and get his new coat of paint wet. Does he so explain he why particularly? Is it just like he's It's attached? shiny and new and he likes it. Right. I okay. mean, he is an idiot, but... But it's not the it's not an unapproachably, like, deviant... No, behaviour. Yeah. Um, and so he won't come out of the tunnel. And they try and pull him out, and that doesn't work. No. And they try and push him out, and that doesn't work. <laughs> Which so, I think they'd have realised when pulling didn't work, because it is just the same basic the same. concept. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what they did instead was to brick him up so that he could watch 
all of the other trains going past. And then they run over his family, don't they? That bit, that end credit scene you, where they're just crushing his family's train bones. I, f- I feel like you might have dreamt that once. God, it's horrific. But, um, there's a, it, like it an Aesop's fable moral at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he's just sat staring out with, cause they brick him up to the eyes so that he can see out. Like some kind of medieval torture. Yeah. And he's really sad. And then you get Ringo Starr coming over the top going, I think he deserved his punishment. Don't you? But there's another one. I don't know if it's in the show, but it's in the original books that Mm. another train showed equal hubris to Henry. um, And he now powers the whole island. Like he's bricked up entirely. What has to run the whole island? Has to run all day, every day as like a generator. What? Just static, like a treadmill. That's. That's just slave labour. Yeah. That's horrific. <laughs> like That's just... like that programme about the bear and the armadillo that run that floating island that moves around where the whole thing's powered on volcanoes. Do you remember this? No. It's mental. Noah's well, it Ark, it's called, I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> or Noah's <laughs> Island, <laughs> maybe. Are you? All right. You have sort of on air. It is called something like that. And there's uh... And the armadillo has these <laughs> commandments. <laughs> Comes down a big mountain, so he does. No, but there's the whole implication of it is that everything's like powered by it's sort of a commune mentality that everything, all the power flows from this lava that powers somehow like the steam that moves the island around. But you're telling me that in Sodor, there's one one train, one just who's like literally bricked up behind the fat controller's house or something. That's hideous. It's just like a little hut attached to the reason I didn't like Thomas was not only because you know trains are objectively boring very and it's very boring it's not only because you know the writing was so dull and they only ever got into very pedestrian ironically adventures but there was something tonally about thomas that i found like it never tried to kind of draw you into the world it was just like you happened to be there while thomas and his pals were doing kind of weird stuff and you never really felt acknowledged or welcomed as a viewer it's not like on sesame street where they're you're interacting with them and you're like brought into the fold as a member of the street. For Thomas, it was like you were being shown some kind of experiment footage of this real island where they just transformed people Pinocchio style into transport mm. beings. It, it's very odd. And it is it's very detached. That I think it had to be though, so that they could have these particularly horrible storylines. Mm. I remember another one of the famous ones is um, there's a cart who isn't, Pulling his weight, I think literally. I thought, and they so up to the engines to pull. So those. they pull him apart. <laughs> they attach a train to either end. God, it is all and like pull him to pieces. It is all like you have to contribute to the to the group, or you're going to be fucked up in a big so way. So Topham Hat. That's jokes, isn't it? That's so <laughs> poor. The premise of uh, the Magic Railroad film confusingly only adding to this creepy sense of like otherworldliness is that there's a the the magic railroad of the title is between the cartoon thomas world and the real world of like what was the place called muffle mountain i think i'm afraid and for some reason there's some lost railway uh that takes (laughs) you between them that only one engine knows about and that one was locked underground it was like powering a mountain or something they have a really overblown sense of what one train can do. Cause like, <laughs> or, or indeed what one train should yeah, do. Yeah, just think how many trains there are around us at the moment, and none of them are powering anything approaching a mountain. Well, no, they need powering. Yeah. 
I'm, what sort of pervert is sitting there flipping that on its head and getting off on it 24-7? It's <laughs> Let's sick. find them. Let's find them and get them on the show to account for themselves. We could pitch it as like, oh, it'd be great to come and talk to you. We talk about like old children's shows and stuff. We're quite nostalgic. We get them, but then they arrive and it's like the scene in Hunchback of Notre Dame where it's the jury looking at Frollo <laughs> while he's trying to fuck Esmeralda. I was thinking darker i was thinking it's that scene from reservoir dogs we've got oh then see how many fucking trains he wants to <laughs> power a volcano that is a good idea to move an armadillo across the sea but you just have to wonder how alec baldwin got involved in that project because it didn't look like it had a very high budget i as always assume in those instances his kid that, was run over by a train uh i know well, probably the opposite. Either they've got a kid who... Train was run him. over by his kid. That's it. <laughs> Steamroll the fucker out into dust. <laughs> These mini Baldwins. Yeah. Um, no, Very either dense. they've got a kid who loves trains. Yeah. Or blackmail. I never really understand this thing that lots of actors say about, oh, I just, you know, like my kid loves trains or what is another example? It's often like the people in the Pokemon dubs and stuff like, oh, my kid's just really into it. Just talk to them about trains for a bit. You don't have to go and sign on to like a month long <laughs> film project for which you are now confined for life. Like Alec Baldwin will always have been in yeah, the train travesty that. in the same way that like Trump's portrait will now always have to hang in the White House. Probably. That is a shame. Alec Baldwin is just forever marred by that error. Sucks. Does. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of transport, though. Uh-huh. It's a nice link. I had a Radio 3 some link. more woes. Oh, you did. I had Goodness some more woes me. this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that I broke down on the M1. Oh, yeah. Do you mean the car did, or you just uh, had had enough? Just that final straw. Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I think Declan deserved his breakdown, well, do you? <laughs> it's really like the minor key. <laughs> I think our Patreon song should be Thomas Tank Engine theme today. Okay. I'm going to try I'm and try and think <laughs> what <on earth laughs> lyrics. I think we should that. just Even shout. they didn't bother putting lyrics to it. I, so hope, I hope there is a version with lyrics. As there quite often is, All like the East End trains, they, they now go. Yeah. Dum, dum. <laughs> Choo 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 choo. <laughs> can buy choo, anything choo, that rhymes so <laughs> <laughs> Um No, the car breakdown. Uh-huh. You see, like, I mean, it is an old car, and it 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 has some of the maddest problems. Right. Um, I remember last summer, I drove it to Cork in mm-hmm. Ireland, and we and made that's across the sea. Yep. Fucking hell. It was, you know, it was no a long, long journey of about 20 hours or something yeah. ridiculous. Um, and I was driving for probably 15 of those or something stupid. Um, <clears throat> maybe not quite that, but a, a lot of them. Um, and it made it the whole way there. Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. Um, the next day, we got in it to drive to the shop. and No wheels. The, Radio wouldn't work and the windows wouldn't open and the, um, uh, the air conditioning and heater was, oh. was fucked. And it turned out that it was because getting out of the car, my girlfriend had knocked one of the panels mm-hmm. behind which was the fuse box and the fuse had just knocked out of place. Oh. So half the electronics didn't work. Cool feature. So that was a good trip to go and get that fixed. <laughs> so like, and every now and then just, 
a light will come on. And before I've had a chance to even look in the book to see what it is, it's gone. Hmm. Anyway, on the way up to Dunstable, nice. where I have a uh, tutoring session each week, Good. Uh, uh, I got a warning saying that the engine temperature was high. Mm-hmm. Now, I always assume that an engine temperature is probably high anyway. You'd think, because it is mostly fire. From seemingly, it was too high. Right. So, uh, you know, a bit like when the fire alarm goes off at school. Yeah. My instinct was to think... It's, pro- it's probably fine. Probably just a drill. Yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> casting a prearranged me. drill. But I thought, okay, I'll, I'll slow down. So I slowed down. Started blowing on and it. And it went off. Like uh-huh. the, the notification went away. And I stayed at that speed for a bit, kind of tentatively. Mm-hmm. Then sped up to normal speed. Made it the whole way there. Blew up. It was fine. Oh. Got there. There was no tutoring, just they hadn't told me. Oh, <laughs> did you get paid? Uh, I haven't checked yet. You bet I had bloody a bloody will be. <laughs> um, got in the car, drove home, mm-hmm. got 60% of the way home. Yeah. Engine temperature, high. Ooh, it narrates it. Now I thought, oh no, oh. that was just me vocalising the notification. Because cool though, if I just held up a little sign, the listeners would have had a hard time knowing what Yeah, it was. that's true. So I, 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 again, I kind of slowed down. This time it didn't go off. So I thought, hmm. What if you'd driven through something really cold? Like uh, ice cream. I, I think it's more uh, severe than that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, well, well, because, but I was so close to home. I was thinking. Home's cold. Maybe I can get it there and then take it down the road to the to the garage. Yeah. Um, Reasonable. But I thought also thought maybe that could be the end of the car. <laughs> Slash and or me. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'll give it two minutes see if anything happens. And indeed, within those two minutes, I noticed that there was smoke <laughs> oh, coming no. from the bonnet. So I was like, well... How much and what colour? Uh, if white. it was, if they were electing a poke Well, this is the, the bonnet, weird... Yeah. They were done. Yeah. They'd found one. <laughs> they finished. Um, well, this is the thing, is that where you're going at such speed, you don't see it at the front. Yeah. I only noticed it looking out the back, mm. that there was kind of enough... That's weird. The car behind me is blowing smoke <laughs> forwards. God, right out my <laughs> it's eyes. Like it's like wacky doing a sort of... Native American signal or something. <laughs> um, so I slowed down. And then, of course, when you slow down, you could see it coming from yeah. the bonnet. And I was like, that's when you know. Oh, that's a shame. Titular. Yeah. Eponymous. Very so I so. pulled over to the hard shoulder. Now, I don't know if any of our listeners hard shoulder. have had to stop on the hard shoulder of a major motorway. Uh-huh. But it something is a horrid, really horrid experience. I always envy the people on it a bit. <clears throat> it No. Mm, because like you don't ever quite realise because everything about driving is made to fool you into thinking that you're not going very fast yeah so that you feel safer a bit like casinos you've misunderstood depriving, casinos. depriving oh, you of yeah. the time like your environment affecting you so like those white lines yeah the dashes down they're three the miles apart uh, yeah they're like each of them is probably longer than the length of a car on mm. average but they don't look it. No, they look like little dots. If they were, if they were the length you perceive them as, you'd see so many going past. You'd just start throwing yeah, up. You'd, It'd be like a strobe. Absolutely shit yourself. Yeah. And so you pull over and you think, oh, okay, a bit safer than I was. And then a bus drives past at 70 miles an hour and the whole car rocks. Ugh. And you're like, oh, okay. So I had to like get out the passenger side, yeah. which you know, for me is a cumbersome quite project a climbing across there, uh, got out, opened the bonnet to 
you know, let it cool a bit. Mm-hmm. I wasn't touching a thing. I, no, I, no, I don't no. know what's going it's on. A good idea. I'm not going to go near it. Just thought I'd leave it. Um, Did you kick the tyres? <laughs> That's what I don't know. Just, oh, <laughs> got to mm, check that out. Yeah, good no, pressure. That, that, that is good. Yeah, Hell of a PSI. Okay, that's uh, that's all right there. So that's not, not the, the front left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so I got back in the car on the passenger side. Hmm. I put the emergency lights on, and I rang my dad, who does know about these things, yeah. and told him. And he was like, "I said, he was like, oh, how's it going?" I was like, yeah, um, I've had a bit of a mare. And he went, oh, yeah, what? And I told him what happened. He went, that is a mare because <laughs> the engine's probably fucked. Oh, no. And I thought, oh, God, that's all I need. And he was like, you're not in the car now, are you? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, get out of the fucking car. <laughs> oh, you're like, no. No, you're like, I, I, I totally what, it could forgotten. just blow up? No, it's not that it blows up. It's that people smash into the back of you. Really? Yeah. Like, it's, it's far more dangerous to be in the hard shoulder. Why are they doing that? Because people mistake it for a lane oh, and they no. like don't engage if they're slightly off in their lane. So like where do you go? Do you have to sit on that horrid grassy bank for yeah. old condoms and chewing gum? Yeah. Well, oh, this I'm is the thing. He was like, that. get behind the barrier. <laughs> there was it's none. Like you're in a war. There was none, of oh, course. No. And, uh, and so I was like, there okay, I, I had to climb this thing. hill. But of course, it had been raining all fucking morning. Did you feel like and that bit was... when Mufasa's trying to scramble up the cliff? Yeah. Oh, Scar, it brother. Far, it was far more dramatic than that because I kept fucking sliding down. And instead of a herd and of antelopes stampeding you, there were it was literal tons of metal. <laughs> there were like uh, branches smacking me in the face. Anyway, I managed to get up to the top of this. Um, I wish <clears> I filmed all of this. I, I managed to get up to the top of this like little yeah. ledge. Um, and you like, you know, try and find out if you've got like breakdown cover, you're going to have to get someone to tow you to a garage. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. All right. Thanks. I, I will do. Um, I, I, there were so many factors that combined to make this typical mile up. Yeah. Right? The first of which was I didn't have a coat because I was going, I, yeah, well, and I don't even have to go outside to get into the car from yeah, here. A car is a, a big metal coat. And it's a... Oh, that's how I like to that's think That's what we think of it as. And I only have to walk 10 yards from the car yeah. to the to the tutoring. So I thought, I'll be fine. I'm coming home. Yeah. So I didn't have a coat. So now you know for next time you pack an emergency coat. Always have a coat. Yep. Um, at the top of this and another ledge, rather than there just being trees for a while, mm-hmm. what there was instead was a kind of wired fence. Good. And a flat field. Which meant all the fucking wind was blowing. I had no shelter. So it was freezing cold. Mother Nature was trying to push you back onto the motorway where you belong. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, you know, it's not my car. Like, I don't own the car. Yeah. My girlfriend's parents own it and I'm an insured driver on it until next year. Yeah. So I, I don't know any of the actual insurance details. So I'm on the like, phone to my girlfriend trying to get those. Mm-hmm. She's sending them to me. We think we have breakdown cover with the insurance, but don't know. It's a great proposition to call them up and be like, hi, I, I think you well, can come and pick Yeah, me up. well, this was it. So I, I rang them up and we were going through all these details. And she's like, can you get me the address on that, love? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, no. Mm, hang on. Ireland. Hang on. So I, I'm getting the address. And I was like, and what about your policy number? Oh, uh, okay. Hold on a second. We go through that twice. Doesn't it feel like, like there's more like, <clears throat> for stuff that's clearly on a computer? You feel like you give a name. Yeah. That should be enough sometimes. Yeah. Oh, well, I had to give my name. I had to give my girlfriend's dad's name. I, like we went through all of this and she was like, right, okay, leave that with me, love. And I'll ring you back in a minute. Two to three hours later. 
But 10 minutes later, she, well, in between that, my dad rang and I was like, fuck off, I'm waiting for a call. <laughs> Put the phone down. Um, and then she calls back and she's like, I'm afraid there is no breakdown cover on that. So you will have to pay. How much? I, this isn't something I have no ballpark for. In so my what, head, what do you think? I would say <clears throat> I'm going to lean to the side of outlandishly expensive for this okay. sort of thing. I would, if I were driving, so this is already a very parallel universe. <laughs> this is very, if I were just in a my very car, dangerous place. Driving around, having fun in all the lanes. <laughs> don't think there's one I'm not going to explore. No. Then I hear like a, uh, from the front and I, I don't know, I run over like a big block of wood. So I pull over. Sentient up. screaming wood. 250 quid. I would expect. For what? For them to just come and maybe help. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm getting for that. But if they were like, okay, you have to pay 250 quid first, I'd be like, I, I guess. I mean, I can't really afford that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> all of it, I guess mentally for me, all of it is in the, it stops matching what it is because I, I just you, you know I couldn't to, afford yeah. it. Um, <coughs> it thankfully wasn't as bad as that. Oh, that's good. Um, it's 90 pounds for them to come out. That's not too And then bad. to tell you, it's £1.50 <clears throat> per mile. That's bullshit. For, but the real bullshit is, is it like cabots? No, no, is that that includes from where they are yeah. to you to the garage and then for them to get back to where they were. Oh, fuck that. I know. That's um, such scum. So, and because it's only an estimate, they're like, so this is the figure. This is what we'll be taking from your card. But you have to agree that they might just take some more. <laughs> they just stop off for like a snack on the way yeah. back. Just having a bit of fun on a roundabout. Yeah. So, um, it's bullshit. So I, did you find out how much it would have cost if you had cover in advance? Would it have been like I, 10p I a year? I did not. Ask, <laughs> if listeners I, have any information. Do not. Declan do at Shame Not City. Get in Send your lowest me. policy. I just don't want to. <laughs> so, um, so she was like, uh, okay, thanks very much. I will send those details on. I'll send you a text that'll give you their ETA. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a ring if there's any more questions. She was, she was very helpful. Yeah. The woman. Um, but also, I, I can't help but be annoyed with her because she's working for this company that's ripped me off. Yeah. Anyway, um, she sent me a text. This this had been uh, like a 40-minute ordeal already from pulling over to finally getting her to say, yeah. getting her, someone... Were you still at out. the top of the verge at this point? Yeah. You're still like Brian Blessed samaritan yep. that Yeah, week. and uh, <clears throat> so she said, I get this text a minute later that says, um, should be arriving before five past one. Right. Well, it was quarter to 12. Ooh, at this point, a while. <laughs> I was looking, thinking around, thinking. I'd how? also be thinking, think how many one pound fifty miles they must be coming. Yeah, well, on the yeah, way exactly. Back. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm thinking, it doesn't take me an hour and twenty minutes to get to here from where I lived in Essex. <laughs> so where the fuck is he coming from? He's coming from Scotland. So uh, uh, anyway, from I was just waiting, and. It, you know, it gets to kind of half 12. I'm freezing. Oh, yeah, because you couldn't off. even, like, put the radio on or no. sit in the car. No. Nope. Did you consider Nothing. trying to drive the car up the hill? No. <laughs> through the trees, <laughs> through the thicket. That would have done it a lot of favours. <laughs> I could barely get up the fucking muddy hill. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, this is, this is going to be so late. This is going to be, like, just so, so long. Mm-hmm. And I was now thinking, 
there wasn't even any fucking tutoring. Like, I, I, oh, this yeah, is all for nothing. <laughs> I was like, I know I might have to have a fight about getting paid. Fuck Certainly will. Yeah. So, so there. And the guy turned up at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. By, by half 12, I was thinking, he's going to be so late. I'm going to be so cold. Yeah. And I, I, I had this flashback to during the call when she'd, she'd asked me what the weather was like. And I'd said, uh, sorry, right now, like it has been drizzling, but like the sun's just come out for a second. And I was thinking, I should have said it's snowing. Yeah, I should have, have said it's like- the most like, <laughs> also, uh, another thing I've just remembered, she was lovely, but during the call, she was like, oh, you're a cunt. She- <laughs> yeah. Wow. I just, I just remember that. <laughs> uh, no, she's like, that's saying like a busy road. And I was, and I just went, it's the M1. <laughs> like, it's the first it's, of the, the M's, the it's, motorway. It's, it's, it's three lanes of traffic in either direction yeah. going very, very fast. Um, on, on that note, mm-hmm. we have a, a, a smaller side, a small tangent. Shall I play the harp sound for this? Yeah, go for that. Okay, let me just put a note in there. Yeah. Quick maths question. Right. Which is, say you've got two cars. Yeah. They're identical. Yeah. One's going 70 miles an hour. Yep. The other's going 100 miles an hour. Yep. That one will get there first. The second one. Well done. Yeah. Next. End of the maths. <laughs> That's our yeah. uh, At the point that they're exactly level, mm-hmm. a tree falls across the road in front of them. Mm. They both slam on their brakes at the exact same time with the exact same intensity, full on. Mm. The 70 mile an hour car comes to a stop exactly at the branch, mm-hmm. like he, like his his number plate just brushes up against it, gently caresses it like an old friend. Yeah. <clears throat> what happens to the other one? Obviously, the other one crashes into it. But how fast is it going when it does? Provided how fast they is it going when it does? Yeah. Provided they break. Oh, at the no exact idea. Same rate. I don't know how rate of deceleration isn't linear, is it? No. So I have no idea. It. My guess would be if it's. I mean, the intuitive. Like our sense would be they would be going at 30. Yeah. But it surely isn't. No. So I would guess it's a lot faster than that. Uh, I would imagine it would be closer to like 70. It's about 72 miles an hour. Is it? Yeah. That That's is a good guess. It's actually going faster than the other car was That's, when it started yeah. breaking. That's interesting, isn't it? That's, that's what they should be telling us in that advert with that little girl's all dead. Yeah. Oh, if you hit me at 30 miles... Fuck that. I want I a tree falling. I'll Hello. slap into a 50 if south fast of then. <laughs> I want a big Ian McKellen tree. Hello. Welcome to the forest. <laughs> okay, that was a good assignment. Let me get Harp out. Yep, quick. You were saying. So, finally, this guy comes and picks me up. Um, I was... Sl- you know, slightly more worried even when he did because she'd said, you know, it's ninety pounds to come and collect you. He'll take, they'll take a look at the car. <laughs> Makes it sound like you're on a school trip no, or no. something. Well, it's not. It's ninety pounds to come out to yeah. the car and have a look at it. Um, if they then do need to tell you, then it's one pound fifty per, yeah. per mile, or whatnot. Otherwise, what? Otherwise, can they repair? Otherwise, stuff on they site? can. Yeah. Okay, and that's more money. Yeah, that'll cost you more money, but you don't have to pay the towing the towing yeah. fees. Um, and you can just go on your way there. And he turned up and he was like, do you want to hop in the front of that? And I was like, oh, what to wait? And he was like, yeah, well, well I hook this up. Oh, and I was like, I wasn't even going to try. You're not going to have a look. He was like, he said there was smoke coming from it. I went, yeah, he went, yeah. 
So just, <laughs> just means it's fucked. Okay. How did one know that? <laughs> right. I was like, well, okay, fine. Well, it's fucked. Definitely. I guess that's a good rule of thumb to know in future, though, that if smoke comes out of anything, just kick it to the side of the road and leave yeah. it. So he hooked it up and towed it. Yeah. There was a genuine moment while we were in the truck where I simultaneously turned round to, to look at yeah. the car out the back. And despite having done that, thought, fuck, that car's close. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I was like, like a Victorian audience yeah. seeing the train come and I, the cinema. And I, I, I don't know what it was. I think it was not really having spoken to anyone that I could see for two and a half hours or yeah. whatnot. Maybe it was just delirium from the cold. But you start talking to him about The Verge. No, I, I told him I, I told him this. I said, mm-hmm. well, I, I just thought, without realising that so many people have definitely told him that, which was only confirmed by his immediate response of, let's just hope it's there when we get to the other end. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> That's he's a used that line. line. <laughs> he's done that before. So we got there. He's got and, the chat, um, and it was to the wonderful G&L Motors at the bottom of our road. Oh, wonderful out. Darren. Um, and I pulled up and he was like, how are you doing? And I was like, well, as well, you can Darren. probably tell by me being here, not great. And, um, he, he like came out and told the bloke where to park it up. Yeah. And, um, and I told him what had happened and he was like, you were good to stop when you did. He was like, most people would just drive it home. Oh. And then it's gone. Oh, really? <laughs> it's one of those things like that you're doing damage to it. The yeah, you exactly. Go. Because basically the main reason for it is that it's not getting enough water to cool it down. Mm-hmm. So it just like blows, blows a gasket. Cool. And then the engine's fucked. Cool. Machines, um, eh? Because, to you know, to replace a little bit here is is normally fine, but an engine, yeah, they're, they're for, for that car, I could probably buy three cars <laughs> for, <laughs> for the amount of money it would take to buy a new engine for. Mm. So he just went, okay, uh, leave it with me. I'll ring you when I know anything. <laughs> and I was like, okay, goodness. <clears throat> now we have another aside. Yeah, I'm doing this story. No, 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 need no for help. I'm just doing this day. This day chronologically yeah okay um i was supposed to be playing badminton with friend and flatmate mark oh yeah like mark yes and i was already late mm-hmm. but i said to him you go on ahead with all the stuff i'll go home change get the the tube up and i'll meet you there and we'll just stay a bit late yeah so we went up um i was ushered in by the receptionist yeah, and i went went to very court, fancy found mark, and uh <clears throat> he was like this is uh, our court, court two. Mm-hmm. And there was a group of young girls playing volleyball with a beach ball. Right. That's and so wrong. we went up to the woman who seemed to be in charge of them. Yeah. And mentioned that this was our court. Yeah. And she said, this yeah. is our court. <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> she said, oh yeah, no, they've double booked us. We'll be off in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Did that annoy you already? Yeah. Yeah, I thought well, it would. I, I mean, I was already out of breath <laughs> having tried to get there so quickly from being cold, from being angry, from knowing I was poor. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and also from knowing that this was bullshit. Like, if yeah. they'd double booked, they'd have said to either of us on the way in that it was double booked. She was just taking up the call. Yeah. But we thought... To teach young girls to play volleyball yeah, with we thought, a lighter-than-air ball. I just thought... We're not going to get into the fucking local newspapers for trying to shove small Asian girls off of the badminton courts. Mm -hmm. So we thought, yeah, we'll wait the five minutes. Anyway, we wait the five minutes. They leave. We start playing. We play a few games. We've probably been there for about 40 minutes. So we're 10 minutes over what we should have had, but 20 minutes 
under what we had paid for. Yeah. Um, and these two people from the uh, centre walk in and they say to the old people on the court next to us, sorry, we've got to take the nets down now. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, okay. So we knew we were next. So playing a quick point in between. And the guy comes over. He's like, sorry, lads, we've got to take the nets down. So I went up and I was like, um, when we arrived, you know, it's double booked, mm-hmm. uh, seemingly. So we haven't actually had um, what we've paid for. And he was like, oh, I'm really sorry. We're looking into the booking things because there have been some instances. Of it that, sounds like you're characterizing him as a very weary man. Yeah, he, he did seem it. He's just like one big sigh yeah. of a person. He looks a bit like Matthew. Right. And he's he like, enough just time exasperated. He's just like, come on, mate, get that. And, and I went, no, uh, like, that's fair enough. And he went, and, 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 and I know it's fine, but we've got to cl- clear the court for this slot. Mm-hmm. And pointed it, gestured over his shoulder. And behind him, um, there was uh, a guy sat in a wheelchair basketball chair. Mm. <clears throat> with a like, basketball on his lap, just kind of sat. And there was some more, uh, there were a couple of chairs around him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of glanced to Mark and thought, okay, well, this is another thing we don't really want to kick up a fuss against. Yeah, you don't really want to be the person who's holding up no wheelchair bar. Sorry, buddy. I'm afraid You not. can sit there. You guys can play this whenever you... Oh. oh. <laughs> um, so we thought, you know, I said, you know, that's, that, that's fair enough. We're not going to stay, but is there, you know, anything? And he was, he was like, yeah, okay, and told someone else to book us a complimentary court. Mm. Cheers, man. Thanks very much. So we went to the side... And uh, and gathered our things together. Yeah. And we were saying probably probably best to avoid kicking up a fuss. We don't want to be the people who are yeah. <clears throat> trying to deny the wheelchair basketball folks their time. Yeah, I was picking up a bottle from the floor. Yeah, and over Mark's shoulder saw the guy just stand up out of his wheelchair. <laughs> Go up and start shooting hoops. Oh, and he what, was, just just him. Yeah, just, everyone just, else was. He just got up and and he was like, "They're having a practice." And I just said, "He's an imposter." Mark, Mark turn around, and he turned around and looked and looked back to me. And we, we were like, "We've been fucking hacked." Wow. <laughs> but we, but hang on now 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 there are a lot of questions being raised here. From what I understand, everyone else in the group is. A wheelchair user. Well, and he's having them on. Well, maybe he's playing both of you. <laughs> he's he's gonna wheel up to the hoop, then stand up. <laughs> Hope that they're looking the other way. Yeah. Wow, look over well, there. This is the thing: is that there was there was no one else. There were a couple of chairs, right? But but he was the only one there. Oh. Um, and like we thought, what what is going on? Like. We've been guilted into not kicking up a fuss. Turns out the fucker's more sporty than us. That's interesting. He's far more able-bodied than we are. And so... Mm. And so so we kind of walked out and we were looking around and there seemed to be a few people sat waiting, but none of them wheelchair users. Yeah. All of them able-bodied. So you think he was just like the flag bearer? Do you think it's like that thing people sometimes do at theme parks that you told me about? Skip queues because oh, yeah. you can't be in a queue. So do you think he was like playing on that stereotype to try and get free basketball? Well, maybe, but he was very bold about it because the staff were still on, on the court. While maybe he was they've doing got it. a very strict policy of like ask no questions. <laughs> <laughs> even even now, if he jumps up, this could just be well, a singular moment of you know like divine miracle. intervention. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, but like we we were walking out, going, what? Yeah, you know, what's going on? Is it it it, it 
Is it just him? Are the wheelchairs for show? Do, do able-bodied people just turn up and play wheelchair basketball? Isn't that a bit of a... That's an interesting a weird thing. Because we're thinking, uh, well, as Mark pointed out, you know, how many people do you know who in play? wheelchairs who play wheelchair basketball? None. I know yeah. a few people in wheelchairs and they actively avoid wheelchair basketball. Yeah, so maybe that was the case. But well, So what? they just needed to make up the numbers? Yeah. Maybe, I guess. <laughs> like, but it's really difficult. Like, you have to be yeah. really good in a wheelchair, don't you? Isn't yeah. That, yeah. So I don't think you can just pick it up and go. So it's a conundrum. What I want to know right. is, yeah. who's fucking having us on? I think you need to get, just uh, get some observation. Just there. stay late next, yeah. next time. I want you to stay in the shadows. Just sort of observing, sleuthing, if you will. Should not, I feign a, a, an injury? Or no, a... no, no. I think you should feign that you're not even there. I think you want to be oh, wow. so much that you're just like chameleon into the wall. Okay. I mean, I, I it's a bit like a, the first time I went to Disney World many years ago was the first time I saw people um, in like mobility scooters going down the like, disabled access lane. Right stand up out of the wheelchair mobility scooter and walk onto the ride. At the time, that was a very, like, something I'd just never seen. It was really jarring. I was like, what? what's going on there then? But, I mean, there are legitimate reasons. People absolutely exploit it. But some people, you know, have, like, they can't walk around much, but they don't want to take up the only disabled carriage in It's a Small World. But this guy seems like he's... It's not a small feat to be able to just play basketball is it it's beyond no like us much seemingly able-bodied far, people far beyond it's jumping it's dunking that's as much as i know it's a challenging sport. bobbing and weaving that's it a lot of standing still isn't there where you're like feigning yeah that's the bit i find very boring in basketball poor sport i think on very the rubbish yeah very rubbish so yeah so we were had by someone so cut back so cars <clears> are blown up rest of now. the day darren's dead i've just spent <clears throat> indoors feeling sorry for myself yep. waiting for him to call mm-hmm. never did oh, went out never no, went out went to the cinema mm-hmm. went to go and see you were never really here yeah. very very is good is that a scream or a gleam I don't know which was good <laughs> is that an engage or enrage uh, engage good. definitely yeah that's really a very bare minimum <laughs> quality for a film to engage um, uh, I stayed uh, at Joseph D'Angelo's oh yeah we know him um and I had a call in the morning saying the car's ready to collect. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? You bringing your checkbook. I, I said, really? And he went, yeah. And I went, so it's all fine. And he went, uh, <laughs> not, I'll explain when you get here. Oh no. And he went, but it's, it'll be 45 pounds for what we've done. That's great. It, it is great. Darren's a hero. So <clears throat> I came back. Give him one of our spiders. Oh, take all of them down. You can have all 15. No, 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 you can't. He, he's not that good. <laughs> um, I went down to see him and he was like come and sit down for a second let's oh. talk about the car so uh, he said we did a pressure test do you know what that is no. I said no he said so basically we push air through all the pipes in the engine to right. see what's going on and it turned <laughs> out that you had a leak in one of the water pipes Uh-oh. which is why it, all the water leaked and none of it was caught in your engine mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> fairly simple part to replace. So I rang up Ford and they said they don't have one. Right. Anywhere. No. In the whole of Ford. No. In the whole of Henry Ford's motor capade. No. Good. And he said, can I order one? And they said, you can, but we don't know when we'll ever have one. <laughs> right. 
And I said, wow. wow. And he went, he said, it's the first time I've ever heard this. <laughs> of course it is. He went, which is that basically they haven't discontinued it, yeah. but they're not making it. That's so, so vague. Yeah. So he went, so you could have one tomorrow. It sounds like they're trying to get you to bribe them. Yeah. Like, so make us an offer. Yeah. Like, well, how, he, what does this he, mean to you? He was like, you could have it tomorrow yeah. or you could have it in 2025 <laughs> or you might never have It'll it. Be delivered on your grave. Yeah. <laughs> like, he went, like, cars could be abolished as a wow. concept before you have this part. He went, and th- it's not a thing that we can just kind of give you any old yeah. pump for. He went, now this was a problem because you you need this for the car, yeah. as you saw. Um, so he went, we had another look. And I hope the answer thankfully. is that you can now only drive it in water. Uh, <laughs> I can only drive it boat. at exactly 27 miles an hour. <laughs> um, he said, we had another look and the leak was, he went, thankfully, right near the end of the pipe. Mm. Uh, so we just sort of did, and it didn't fill me with confidence, though I trust him implicitly. Yeah. He, he said, so we did a sort of cut and paste job where we just cut the pipe, yeah. shortened it, and then just pulled it and attached to the end to where it was. Wow. He's like, so the pipe's half an inch shorter, uh-huh. but it connects. Oh, that's good. He went, so he went, he went, this by all reason should hold and be fine. Uh-huh. He went, but obviously we have to warn you that it also might not. <laughs> <laughs> You're the guinea pig. You're breaking new yeah. ground in the car like manufacturing and yeah. machining world. And he said, you also have a, a hole in your air pump, mm-hmm. which is like a kind of thicker tube. What have you been doing to get all these holes? Oh, God, only knows. Driving over staples. <laughs> um, and he went, it, it, that, that's a kind of thicker tube that's maybe um, kind of the circumference of a pint glass. It's wow. a bit reticulated as well and rubber. It's not very long, but basically it pumps air into the engine so that it has oxygen yeah. for the combustion. And he went, you've got a hole in it. He went, which would normally be a problem, but we have run every test we have on it and it's getting enough air. Mm. So we've left it. He went, we, we can order you one if you'd like. He went, but you know, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'll probably leave it then. Yeah. Um, if, if, if I don't need to. He went, yeah. So uh, come to the car and I'll show you all this. And so you know what's, what's going on. <laughs> so wow. he opened it up, showed me the water pump. Then he pointed to the air pump. Well, when he said a hole, yeah. what he meant was a gash, like it had been attacked <laughs> by like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like there was genuinely took a, out a, at least 60% of the circumference was just open. Oh, and yeah. he like put the engine on and it's kind of going, uh, like clapping open and shut. Yeah, it was really, and I looked at it, I went, you said like, it's fine, but it doesn't look good. And he went, it doesn't look good. <laughs> no. And I went, given that we're, you know, banking on this water pipe holding, yeah. I was like, I, I think I will go ahead and order the air pump mm-hmm. and try and give it all the all the help that we can. We've missed out asking how much it is. Oh, he'd mentioned it was not like, much. about like thirty quid oh, to okay. order it and have it installed. Um, and by this point, I think Darren had clocked on to the Delane family luck mm-hmm. because he was like, okay, I'll get that ordered for you. Like took a photo of the number plate. So he knew like the make and model of the car. <laughs> and then he, as he was closing the bonnet, he went, it'll be your luck that we'll put it in and the engine will be getting too much air. And that will cause you even more problems. <laughs> I was like, too much yeah, air. Is such y- a you're onto thing. something. <laughs> wow. 
So, what's the conclusion of the saga? The conclusion of the saga is that the pump's on order. Yep. I've used the car since. It's ticking over all right. Yeah. Engine, Smoky as you like. Engine cool Put as you want. vapour trail. Yeah. Um, but I'm perfectly ready for it to die. Yeah. I'm That's quite nice though, isn't it? Because it's making you aware of mortality in a way that's probably... You're living each moment in that car as if it could be your last. Yeah. And that must fill you with... But, I mean, as we've mentioned before, think of all that that car's done for us. It saved our lives in a very literal literally way. Literally saved our lives. It whisked us away from Bloxwich. We, and there, were no, the there are no there. trains from Bloxwich. There's nothing. Thomas the Tank Engine himself <laughs> would rather bomb Sodor into dust, into glass, than ever approach an area so heinous. But so we are yeah. going to go back. Well, not to Bloxwich, are yeah, we? Yeah, we are. Well, have fun. That can be your we're Patreon going to the goal. Showman. Oh, yeah, we'll go to the showman. We'll go to the quick, showman. That was quite nice. For an incandescent jacket potato. What do you do if they're in there? What do you do if you go there and, like, everyone in there is, like, it's one big party and they're all expecting us and the banner's like, welcome back. And they start playing. <laughs> but it's, like, really creepy. <laughs> What was it to his Brummy accent? Oh, God, I can't. It was so deep and scary. I can't think how it goes. What was it? It was, uh, I'm trying to think of something. Capity like, World. <laughs> yeah. He didn't ever say no, that. No, but that's because I know it's in around yeah. Birmingham. Was that, uh, what was it? It was like, the missus will be down in the morning. <laughs> or, the missus will be down in the morning. Will be down in the morning. It's horrible. Mrs. Yeah, well, I'd leave. I think we should end the episode there. This is a Sunday episode. We don't really know what they're going to be like, but I quite like this idea that they're just in and out with one broad narrative. I don't want to do anything else. Don't want to touch it. No. No shame, man. No nothing. Nah, fuck it. We'll do it on Wednesday. Wow. That's bold, isn't it? I like this new Isaac. See you next week. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, oh Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. I mean the best.
necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Wherever I wander Wherever I wander Wherever I roam Necessities of life will come to you. The bare necessities, the bare necessities, the bare necessities of life will come to you.